Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Father, for the grace in our life that we can be one of those, Lord, who can recognize the plan of redemption in our lives. That we can sing that song of redemption that the angels cannot sing. To recognize, O oh God, that we are sons and daughters of God. Being redeemed brought with a price salvation of oh God that you have already provided to us that no man could have given unto us but yourself only you have been found worthy Lord to look at the book and to open the seals Father Lord to reveal the content within and also to give back Father Lord the authority to man that we can stand as sons and daughters of God Lord Jesus Christ we don't look at yourself but we look at your promise and we can come with boldness, as the Bible recommends us, Lord, to come with boldness, with assurance in our heart that our Lord is the Redeemer. I know that my Redeemer lives. I know that my Redeemer hears my prayers. I know that my Redeemer is on my side. I know that the one who is inside of me is greater than the one who is in the world. Father, we thank you for that peace, for that assurance that we can put inside of us. Lord, we thank you for your presence this evening. We Commit the remainder of the service in your hand. Speak to our heart, Father. Only your word has life. Man's idea has no life. Man's idea are prone to error and mistakes. Only your word is the absolute. Father, may you close my mouth for anything that is not correct, but let your word have the, pre the preeminence. Speak to our heart, Father, that you will give us spiritual vitamin, vitamins, Father, to be stronger in this time of chaos. Father, I bless your people. I bless Father, our pastor. I bless Brother Ed. I bless minister in every office, Father. As we commit ourselves to you and we thank you, Father, for every gift that has been, that you have given unto us, Lord, that we can be one body and one unity working for the kingdom of God. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Amen. Thank you, Brother Marion and musicians. God bless you richly. Greet you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And one of those was taken off guard that people will be wearing masks today. So uh, you can blink your eyes if, uh, <laughs> if you're smiling under that. <laughs> so I know that you are still there. But give to Caesar what is his, to Caesar and to God what is to God. Amen. Just an old thing, just thank God. I'll invite you to the Word of God. Just continuing with the thought that we. Don't seem to get away. But Galatians 4. Certainly enjoyed the services on Sunday, man. God spoke to our heart. It was a solid food. It was not milk. It was a solid food for the eagle. Amen? Amen. Praise God for that. And God bless them richly. Mm. I just want to also uh, convey the greetings of Brother June from the Philippines. It's allowed to speak for that church, God's grace, to where Zoom and that brother Norbert allowed to spin the point of contact. And so to thank God for that. And I believe it was a blessing. And they also, just the pastor, want to thank the pastor and also great brother Ed and the church. And 
Thank you for that. He just he said that he's very thankful for the church, for the blue books. Still uh, contact for the church. And I sent him the blue books, and this time we allowed as well to be in contact with him. So I was grateful for that. Yeah, you're already there. Just um, Galatians four, one to seven. Now let you sit. Now I say that the heir, as long as a child differeth nothing from a servant, though he be lord of all, but is under tutors and governors until the time appointed of the father, even so we, when we were children, were in bondage under the elements of the world. But when the fullness of the time was come, God sent forth his son, made of a woman, made under the law, to redeem them that were under the law, that we might receive the adoption of sons. Just want to draw your attention here. Five says here, adoption is something that has to be received. It's not like something that has to be applied. It's something that has to be received, that we might receive the adoption of sons. And because we are sons, God sent forth the spirit of his son unto your heart, crying, Abba, Father, Wherefore thou art no more servant, but a son, and if a son, then an heir of God through Christ, and a son or daughter of God. May God bless his word. Can I have your seat? I'd like to invite you as well to go to further verses in the same chapter, 28, 30 says, For we, brethren, and Isaac was are the children of promise, but as then he that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit, even so it is now. Nevertheless, that save what saith the scripture, cast out the bond woman and her son, for the son of the bond woman shall not be heir with the son of the free woman, so then, brethren, we are not children of the bond woman, but of the free woman. I'd like to talk this evening, put the title on the adoption of the seed. Before I go there, it's not really where I want to go now, but I just want to mention that what we see in the world, just come to see, should make us to realize that we are living in a time of the manifestation. It's a time of the manifestation of the, of the seed that is in the world, but also it has to be a time, a manifestation of what we have received that was in seed form that has to come now to maturity. I just have a glimpse, maybe aware, maybe not this, but just looking a little bit at the politics that's playing in the U.S. and things like that going on. Just came to my mind to think, just came, something came to my mind to think. If you look, we listened to the religion of Jezebel, Brother Ed was inspired to put, and it's been such a blessing. What is the thing that he's talking about in that time? Seems like the infancy of the thing that we see now being manifested to the fullness. If you read that those are time, at the time Brother Banner will be speaking, We'll be talking about, we'll be talking the Catholic, Catholic, that the first president, Catholic, or the first Catholic president that will be there. Uh, it was Kennedy, and look at it, and put at it, and emphasize on it. And at that time, it looks like, oh, oh the things didn't come to the full manifestation. But we see now, a second one that comes, could it be that what was at the infancy now it's coming to the maturity? If you look at the time, you will talk the same, the same period, the same atmosphere. At that time, you will see the atmosphere of, of uh, racial moves and uh, move here, try segregation. And, and I don't want, um, uh, and Barbara Banam could, could pick up that spirit at that time. And even though uh, you look in the world, uh, it might look like a good thing that was accomplished in that time, but as a, as a prophet, he could already see the spirit behind it, and he could condemn. And if, if you are not too spiritual, 
You might not look, oh, how can the prophet, then it looks like they, they need to be, a, they need their rights. They need, yes, but the spirit behind it, when it comes to the full maturity of it, it will be something under it. Other things can be embedded. If you read blood, uh, Black Lives Movement and everything, yes, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> yes, I'm one of the black. <laughs> I hope I matter, but that's not the point. You see what the things that are being embedded into that, if you look what the things that are behind it, it's, it's another spirit behind it and everything. It was just at the infancy, now it comes to the maturity. Oh, we, we just thank the Lord that we could have a prophet who have the discernment and the eye as an eagle to see the things before they become manifested. And all the things we might, we are right inside of it. But if we are not careful, it might pass us. As the world is growing, as the world is coming to that level, and the things that are feeding on, and the things that, are, that, keep, that keeps them going on, the things that motivate them, they are feeding on certain things in order to stay motivated in the things that are motivated about. The same thing for the bride, and we have to be feeding on the things that called us and that have to continue to bring and keep moving us until we go into the rapture. We see, at the same time, at the time, my brother Branham in his 60s, 63, talk about the rights for the women and women voting right. Right at the infancy, but now you see it becomes the woman has to have power. The woman has to have equality. The woman has to come to the highest office. Be the woman who are coming to the higher office. Their saying becomes, I'm not the first one. Oh, I'm the first, but I'm not the last one. More has to come. More has to come. Yes, in the social things might look like a good thing, but the spirit behind it, it's something to be careful about. It's something that is coming to the to the full manifestation. Uh, many things we can talk about, many things we can relate it to, but I just want to, just came, something came to my mind, saying it was, I think it was at the infancy, now we see it at the maturity. I think we have seen, we have read probably the, the code, that's in my emphasis, I hope that God's grace may be, Pastor Brad, about Ed, my go and deeper, and we always appreciate that, and, to be, but as I'm passing by, so I was just sharing with someone, and it came to my attention. So, you know, that quote the Brother Barnum says, that from that time, it says that there is a woman's nation, this is a woman's nation, the numbers 13 appears in the 13th chapter of Revelation, 13 star, 13 stripes, 13. The thing is, is a 13, everything is 13, everything is a woman. I remember that saved the Lord, there will be a woman rule before the end time. She will either be president or vice president, and it will be a Catholic church, or it will be the Catholic church as a woman. I've seen her, a great woman, the nation bowed to her. It will be one before the end time, thus saved the Lord. I believe by God's grace that prophecy has been fulfilled, and that prophecy is being fulfilled. I think that's me. I'm not trying to interpret or let the word interpret by itself, and I'm, wait, I'm not waiting for it to, be, to, be, to get ourselves ready, but it can be something just to bring someone's attention. I was just sharing, a th I thought maybe this is the whole scripture just for by God's grace to draw the full attention of someone to see it in a visible way. The Catholic Church has already had power over the nation. The Catholic Church already has power over the nation. But now maybe it's come to the level where we see a vice president. It might even come to the level where we see a president and then a manifestation of a woman just to draw the awareness. But although the prophecy by itself is already fulfilled in the terms of the Catholic system having power, as you see, Brother Barnum will talk about Kennedy, will talk about, he mentioned many times, says that's not him governing. It will be the woman behind him governing him. It's the woman behind him that is leading the thing. 
But how you see in our time, even what we're going, uh, I don't know, I'm not trying to say that, okay, this one will be, you know, one for one, maybe it might be still Mr. Trump who comes, I don't never know. But if it turns the way that things are leading, that is the, the other one that is coming, is someone who is himself so proud to say publicly, I am, I am Jill's husband. That he takes pride on his wife rather than himself. So I'm just thinking, it is the man who's going to be governed by three wives. The Catholic Church behind the wife and the vice president. What kind of president are we having? If Badoam could just relate one president who had one wife governing, how much about this one who has three women that he has to rely on? May God help me. <laughs> we are the end of the world, amen? Badoam says in the white little Bethlehem, how many ever read the decline of the fall of Rome? Sure, look at there. Just the same thing we are doing, sex appeal, youth in the condition it is, just exactly the way we got now, racial problems, and youth taking over, and men, and sex, just the way the Roman Empire fell 1,800 years ago, and here it is right back here again amongst Gentiles. See, the confusion amongst the religions and things, what an hour that we are living in. And that's the movement that's coming out, is be the young, give place to the young, give place to the young, yes. Want that, no, 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 no. wrong if it's done in the right spirit, but not try to, that you don't look at the wisdom of or lying of the word of God or wisdom of the elders and just letting everybody be just every governing by emotion and different things. Amen? That's a prophet saying that the nation, if you look at the government now, new as, oh, let's promote, yeah, let's promote those who, the young who give them the vote, the, young, the women and the young who give the vote, so let's promote them. Let the Spirit of God lead us. Amen? That was just a... Do you love the Lord? It's too much about us waiting. Sometimes when we talk about the adoption, we look at it and we think, oh, we are waiting for the adoption. The prophet says the other way around, and like the way he puts in what is the, was the Holy Ghost forgiven us, says, God is pouring the Spirit, and those who are resting out yonder in the grave or under the altar of God, of God, and the Scripture says, are crying, how long, God, how long, how much longer? God is waiting on me and you. The church is waiting on me and you. Adoption time, when God can pour into us his fullness, his power, his resurrection, that's when the church and Christ become so close together till Christ becomes visible among us and raises the dead and we go into the rapture. Now we are going to say, show after a while that just those who are filled with the Holy Ghost goes in the rapture. For the rest of the dead live not to the space of ten thousand years. That's right. Just Holy Spirit filled people was all went into the rapture. God gave the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a must. But when it comes to adoption, it's also, it's also something we must have. And he says, and as the prophet says, we are, God is waiting on you. God is waiting on you. Yes, this is the time, as we heard on Sunday. This is the time for it. But he's waiting on you. He's waiting on me. He's waiting on how is our behavior. He's waiting on how are we yielding ourselves to. He's waiting on how are we taking it so seriously. And adoption is coming to the level where God can have authority. When the Son of God, the daughter of God can have authority without God being, without putting God under stress. Oh God, this is like someone when you Give, when you give your car key to your, your, son, your son, you don't want to be worried. Is he able to drive correctly or not correctly? You have to be at peace. As God gave the authority to Adam, God was resting. God was resting, relying, knowing that he's going to have, the, he has my mind, he has the mind of God, he's going to do what God wants him to do. He's not doing your own thing. The bride is coming to the level where it's the word of God directing the bride. Amen. 
as we are going as the bride, we are waiting for the rapture to go on the other side. We are part of those who will be living in the new city. We are part of those who will be living in the new Jerusalem. We are part of those who will be in the new Jerusalem of Revelation 11. We are not part of those who are of the, of, of, of the we are part of the wise version. We are not part of, 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 of those who are not part of the wise version. <laughs> come in French, not coming now. We're not part of the foolish version. We're not part of the foolish version. We are part of the wise version. Those who will be part of those will be staying, they will be sitting on the throne of God. Not the servant, but the sons and daughters of God ministering to our God. Amen. Barabana made a glimpse on the other side, and when he went to the other side, he came and he talked to the other people on the other side. He told them, if you know the conversation as it went on, he asked them, where is Paul? No, no, Paul, where is Jesus Christ? No, the, on the other dimension. Before you go there, you have to be judged. He asked, Paul needs to be judged as well. They replied to him, yes, he needs to be judged by the word that he preached. And Barabana's replied, says, if, if Paul, is, pre- is, Paul is, is judged and Paul is saved, if Paul is a accepted, I'll also be accepted because I preached exactly as Paul preached. And people replied, we know it. We are resting on that. We are also resting on that because we know that this message has already been vindicated. Glory to God. Now we are sons and daughters of God. does not mean that we were not yesterday. But it's time that we recognize that we, that we are indeed the sons and daughters of God. We have to act as sons and daughters of God. But when I act and use and use that example of that slave, he was acting as knowing that he was a prince on the other kingdom. Even though the other people couldn't see the kingdom where he came from, he knew that he was a prince from the other kingdom. Nothing couldn't change his attitude no matter where he was, that he was still a king, he was still a son of, of the king on the other kingdom. Let me tell you, we are also sons and daughters of God of the master king. Amen. Nothing can change us. No circumstances can change us. Should not change us. Our attitude as serving him with joy. Nothing of the outside should change us. It is time to possess the land. It is time to possess all the gates of our enemies. It is time to claim our rights. It is time to claim our, to claim our rights. And it is time also to leave childish things. It is time to claim our title deeds. It's time to stand on our principles as sons and daughters of God. The world will be declining in morality and worldliness. As a son and daughter of God, we need to stand on our principles as sons and daughters of God. Last time we shared our tone about the word and the mature air. Because we focus more on the conception and the birth. So I have to continue on the adoption in the sense that how the Bible is saying it. In Romans 9, 8 says, That is that they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the promise are counted for the seed. So here the seeds include the children of the promise. Only those who are in the promise, those who have been predestinated are part of the promise. They are the seeds. As we know that the seed, that's not the new birth, does not make us seed. But we can be, the fact that we can be reborn is because we are seeds. But the mature church of God, as we thought, we know that the adoption is different from the new birth. Amen. Adoption is part, is different from the new birth. We are being predestinated to the adoption. As a mature church, we have to come to adoption. The same seed that went to the conception, the same seed that went to the new birth, it has to be the same seed that has to come to the positioning. It has to be the same seed that comes to the blessing. The seed is of the seed of God is the air. Amen. The prophet preached the message: the seed is not air with the shark. In other words, the seed is the air, but it cannot get to the status of maturity if the shark is still around it. But the seed remains the air. 
The seed remains the air. The seed remains the one who possesses the possesses of everything. The seed is, remains the thing that has to have control over the dominion. It remains the seed, but it can't come to the full maturity as long as the shark is still around it, as long as the shark has not been taken out of it. The seed cannot come to the full recognition and act as the heir for the domain that is on. Amen. Other ministers have touched on it a couple of times, but just now to good also to remind that. The flesh is not the heir. The mind of the spirit, the mind of the spirit is not the heir. But your real you is the heir. Your body is not you. You are not, you are the one in the inside of that body. You, the spirit of God. The prophet says in the things that are to be, you, the spirit of God, is on the inside of that body. That's what makes the outside come into subjection because the inside is pulling it, see, bringing it in line with the word of God, your inside, your, yourself, your being. The prophet describing that yourself, your real you, we have never seen each other because the real us is inside of us, amen. When you have that expression that you have a body, you have, you have, you have a spirit and you have a soul, who's the you have? Who's that person who has? Is the real one, the real one inside of you is the one who's been wrapped into the spirit, is the one who's been wrapped into the flesh, but he remains the principal things inside, amen. Is the one that have to have control. And I want just to emphasize on that this evening once again. That's why if this evening is <laughs> If this earthly body is dissolved, we have another one waiting for us. Who is it? You have another one. The inside of you has another one already waiting for him because nothing can change what God has already predestinated. Your origin doesn't start when you were born in this flesh. Your origin starts already in the minds of God before the foundation of the world. He had already predestinated. He has already reserved the heavenly body waiting for you right now. Once this earthly tabernacle is being dissolved, we are going in another dimension. Oh, praise be to God. Like I can usually say, our future is brighter. <laughs> where we are going is brighter than where we are going through. This is just the best house. We are going to our heavenly home. Praise be to God. Your real you is the possessor. The real you is the possessor. And that we want you as long as that real you is being shocked, is being trampled, is being influenced. It doesn't allow you to develop at this full capacity. You will remain on the outside as a sinner. We might be established. Oh, how can I do this? How is that person doing this? How is that person doing this? What is the main source or the main cause is the real him is not come up to the full capacity yet. It's the outside that is trying to have more influence on the real you. I'm using the real you as the prophet says, but it's actually the real us. Prophet says, things are that to be. This body is like an old coat that you wear, a coat that you once wear. Now you have one so much better, you don't use it anymore. What do you do? You hang it on the closet for you've got one better. You've got a better coat. <laughs> Our real us has the better coat. That's the real possessor. That's the real heir. And we want him to have dominion right now. Not only on the other side, but right now we need to have dominion. Let me be clear here. Each human being that you have, that you see, or that we see, has a soul. But if that soul has not the seed of God inside of it, as we know, that soul will perish. Because it's that predestinated seed, like the little germ there, that's what makes the difference. At that time, that moment when you speak about it, it sounds like a theory. It sounds like that something you, you don't comprehend. It sounds like something maybe we might have repeated many times. Oh, I know that, I know that, I know that. But let me tell you, it's that something that pushes you to raise your hand. When God asks you to raise your hand, 
Is that little thing that inside of you that pushes you, oh, I have a desire for prayer. Is that little thing inside of you, you don't feel comfortable when you don't read the Bible for a long time. Oh, I need to read the Bible. Is that little thing that sometimes that looks like a theory, but you see the influence of it at the baby step that is trying to touch to your heart. Let me encourage you this evening. Don't neglect that little thing that is pushing inside of your heart because it wants to be the Lord of everything in your body and in your spirit. God just wants you to make, to take care, and to think about it more than anything else. That's why we come to church. That's why you listen to the tapes. That's why you stay in the Word of God. Why? Because that predestinated seed inside of you that must have the control. And we thank God for that because that's the only thing that makes it different from other, other people. Putting a statement here, but bear with me if it doesn't get or doesn't sound correct. But adoption is not only the position on the outside that people can see that he is a husband or she's a wife, is a deacon, is a preacher, is a song leader, is an instrumentalist, is a musician. Uh, all those things have their place. And they have their role and have, have to be there. And we thank God for that. And the prophet confirms it. I think I've came to that. but Because that remains the truth. I said it last time, but let me just repeat it. Adoption part one. Who... Who could doubt that? It's what Paul said, Paul's scripture, that Paul's writing, that what he taught his church, the church positionally before the foundation of the world, when God in his labor pain was bringing forth, bringing forth you, knowing what you will do, he positionally placed you into his own body to be a housewife, to be a farmer, to be a preacher, to be a prophet, to be this or to be that, he placed you positionally. As you see that as an adoption, Barbara will emphasize so much, and it just caught my attention, will emphasize so much on the predestination to the point that you, you might think, but this is now a reality, but why are we talking so much about predestination? You cannot come to the full position of who you are unless you understand that what position, what role that you are playing there is not only a role in the physical realm, it's a role that was already in God's mind before the foundation of the world. So what the most important thing is to be, if you were already before the foundation of the world, it means God took care of something that is more important inside of you than what people can see just from the outside. He placed you positionally then. When we have come from the garlic lands of Egypt to sanctification and is baptized into the promised land, for the promise of God is the Holy Ghost. Ephesians 4, 30 said, Grieve not the Holy Spirit of God whereby you are sealed, until the day of redemption. Then God, having predestinated the church, he said, all the peoples, there will be millions, times millions, that will walk very religious and be deceived. The only ones that will not be deceived will be those who have come over into the promised land, who before the foundation of the world had their names put on the Lamb's book of life, is come over into the promised land, and enjoying it. <laughs> oh, praise be to God. Know that there are many people who are wise housewives. Many people who are doctors. Many people who are farmers. Many people who can see from the outside are positionally placed. But if they don't have the predestinated seed, I would even say they are not at the right place.
Having the status of that doesn't mean that you have accomplished. The one important thing is to be the seeds that inside of you has to come to the level of recognizing that the seed is the heir of God. Let's read what the prophet says. See, death does not completely diminish you. Adoption one. Try to go slowly. No, I don't have too much time, but... The death does not completely diminish us as we weep and wail and lament at the grave. It only changes our dwelling place. It takes us from one place. What is age? If I live one more hour, I will outlive a many 16-year-old people. I will outlive a many five-years-old person. Age is nothing. We are just set here for a purpose to do something. Well, now, many of these little pretty-faced women's mothers sitting here, some of them 60 or 70 years old, will say, well, what have I done, Brother Branham? Brother Branham says, but you raised your children. You've done what you are supposed to do. Maybe some old dad sitting here said, well, I've harrowed my field. I've done this. I've, I never preached. But you did just what God sent for you to do, there is a place for you. <laughs> that should be a comfort for all of us. But I've not done too many things. I've known that this, God says, just do the purpose for which God sent you to do. Amen. What is the purpose God does? God, I want to do your will. It's a mystery to know God's will in your age. God's will in your age has been hidden to many people, but to you, you have recognized God's will in your age. You have recognized your purpose in that age. Amen. Your purpose in that age as a son of God, you have to glorify God. As a son of God, everything has to be about your father. It has to be about your business, your father's business, rather than yourself. As you become more mature, you recognize that it's not about you, it's about the father's business. As you become more mature, you recognize that it's not about even the people just you see in the flesh. There is more than that. There is a person of Jesus Christ behind that flesh. As you recognize that, it becomes more, you become more mature. You have start having respect for one another. As you become more mature, you start praying more for one another. Because you know that they're struggling in the flesh, but the inside is still a son of God. He's still a daughter of God. What is bringing that? Revelation from where you come from and where you are going. Then if you read the adoption, he goes on and talks about the doc doctor. And he says, tell him, you have a good place in heaven. In Genesis 1, 27, 28, the Bible says, the brother can put that for me, or I can just read it. It says, God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Familiar scripture that we know, when God created man, he didn't create him already, he didn't create him in the flesh at that time, but he already told him what he's going to tell him in 28. It says, but God blessed them, God said unto them, be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it. You have to subdue the earth where they got the order at that time and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that moved upon the earth. He already have that commandment from God before he became flesh. God already gave him that commandment as a son of God, recognizing that he is a son of God. You have already the authority. The real authority upon you comes when you recognize that you are a son of God. When God created the angels, the angels were worshiping him and worshiping him. He became, from Elohim, he became and became God because he became an object of, of worship. The angel became and started worshiping him. But God was not, was not Jehovah, Jehovah yet. God became Jehovah only when he had created Adam. And then God became Jehovah because he became God with his family. God 
if you look now at the sun and the difference of the sun as the angel, you realize that actually you are more important than the angels. Because you are a son of God. Because you are a daughter of God. The angels are only servant to you and to God. Amen. You are the one God intended to have fellowship with more than the angels. That's why when Adam fell, God had to come down himself because it was part of him. When the angel and fell, when the angel fell, God didn't come down and rescue them. But when the Son of God came, he came and, and gave himself a sacrifice in order to remind him that 2,000 or 4,000 from there, there will come a real Lamb of God that will bring you back. Let's go back to Adam as a son of God. The prophet says, the son of God is an amateur God. The one that was the son of God. The fourth seal, the end of God. This one that, just saying here, the one that was the son of God was not the flesh. God, especially upon Adam, breathed the breath of eternal life. And he became an eternal person with God. He had power like God. He was an amateur God. He was God of the earth, not God of heaven. Now God of the earth, he was God of the earth. He had the spirit of God. Does not stop here. If he could only, and the prophet says in the message of Jarrah, if you could only realize that you, man, you were made to be an amateur God, you are a son of God. You are an heir of God and you have a domain. Genesis 1.26, it gave him dominion over everything in the earth. Now my question I'm asking, what is your domain? Your spirit is your domain. Your flesh is your domain. Because it's the place that the scene has blurred. That you can't see. Sometimes you're questioning, oh, who has really control? Oh, I can't get rid of this. I, I become a slave of this. This thing has more control over me. It has no control over you. You, the real you inside of you, I'm trying to remind you, the real you inside of you has more control than anything else that can be there. Yeah. Prophet will say another message. But sin has blinded every fiber in his body, in his mind, in his heart. Now, don't never try to study it out. You cannot figure it out. In the Garden of Eden, Satan chose his part of the man, his head, his intellectual. God took his heart. The intellectual will reason, well, I'm in this way, I'm that way. You'll never get anywhere with God there. But your heart, your faith will make you believe things that your mind knows nothing about. You cast down reasoning. See, you must be positive, and you stay there until you are positive. Then when you are positive, there is nothing can turn you around. Let me tell you, the mind, sometimes we think that the mind has the one that has control, but the mind has no control. It has to be the soul that has to have control over the mind. Sometimes we think, oh, you know what? I'll just... I need to have the real character. I need to have the character of God. You know, I, I, and sometimes you, you might take the, oh, I, I have these mistakes, I have these mistakes, I have these mistakes. So you know what? I need to build my character. I need to, I need to start positive thinking. I need personal development. And those things work to a certain level. And you become a better person and no, not, nothing wrong about it but brings you to a level only where it is on your mind. It doesn't go deeper to go into your soul. You become a person, person, a good person on the outside, and you think, oh, I'm adopted, or I've come to level from the outside, I look like a good leader. I look. But that's only from the outside. What God is requiring is from the inside to build it to the outside. That's why the word of God comes with the opening of the word to touch the soul. Lord, I want the desire, I want the real character of Christ to come from the inside to the outside. Because your mind is, your, your mind or my mind is going to, 
is going, is going to deceive us and is going to leave us. The only thing that will stay, it will be the character of Christ from the soul. Amen. Amen. So let's say that, but Satan wants us to rely on the mind, but God wants us to rely on the seed. That's why he said to have faith on what he has made us. Are you with me this evening? Amen. Won't be long, but just want to get to a certain level. Now the only thing you have to do is have faith in what you are. Perfect faith. You need to have faith in what you are. Have faith in what the word says you are. And Jesus had faith in the word of God that said what he was. It is written of me. Amen. Didn't David in the psalm and the prophet and all of them speak of him? The prophet continued, I am the bread of life that come from God out of heaven. Amen. I am that tree of life from the garden of Eden. I am these things. I am that I am. And he knew with that perfect faith that he was the anointed Messiah, that the Spirit of God was upon him. He said, now I in myself do nothing but it's my faith in God. And God was in him, the word made flesh. And when the word of God comes in you, it's it made manifest for you are a believer. A believer is the faith of God that moves in you. A believer is the faith of God that moves in you. A believer is not the flesh. A believer is not the mind. A believer is the faith of God that moves in you. A believer is the seed that inside of you that needs to believe the word of God. He's the one that the real believer. Amen. Yes. They come from the Bible because, as we know, Jesus Christ had to have faith in what the Bible said about him in order to walk and meet the challenges of his time. He had to recognize himself in the scriptures and recognize the, the scripture that applies for him in that time. Jesus Christ couldn't come with the scripture of, that applied in the time of Moses. He couldn't come and overcome with the scripture that applied in the time of Noah or build the ark in the time of Noah. He had to come with the scripture. He had to believe and believe and apply the scripture that applied in the time that he was living in. That's why God gives us the word of God. Just try to inject in. There is a difference to know the word of God and the will of God. The word of God is the whole Bible, is the word of God. From A to Z, from the cover here to the other cave, is the word of God. Many people believe the word of God. But they don't believe the will of God for a time. Because the will of God is to take, to know what's the word, part of the word of God that applies to you in the time that you are living in. That's the will of God for that time. You cannot apply the word of God of Noah in this time. That's not the will of God. Although it is the word of God, it's not the will of God for our time. Amen? So the only book that tells us who we are is the word of God. Is the Bible. It tells us who we are, where we come from, where we are going. Is the book of an existence that tells us the word of God. Now we need to have faith on what the word of God is saying about us. We need to have faith in what the message is saying about us. The message is saying, what the message is saying about them. The message is saying about us that we are no longer, we are no longer, we are no longer, we are no longer in darkness, we are, but we are in the light. Like what the prophet says, and I also like to remind to you this evening, although... As you can see, a lot of pages that I have here, but more at page 3 or 15. But Prophet says, you are standing completely. You never seen at the first place. 
God don't even know. God don't even know. It's in the sea of forgetful. You never did it. You were accused of it by the accuser, but really from the beginning, you were predestinated to be a son and daughter of God. You are standing there washed, and your old book of divorcement is put away, is dead absolutely out of existence, even in the mind of God. Look now what the message is saying about you, what the message is saying about me, praise be to God. You are the virtuous bride of Jesus Christ, washed in the blood of Christ, precious, virtuous, sinless son of God, standing with a pure and adulterated bride word that he washed by the word of his own blood. This is a message of thanksgiving, so I can say thanksgiving in the U.S. now, but thanksgiving to the bride. You can be thankful about what God has done in your life. You can be thankful for God has revealed his word to you. You can be thankful that God has made you that actually you are not the sons of Charles and Ella Branham. You are a son of God. You have already been in God's mind. No matter the circumstances, God already had a plan for you. No one can defeat the plan and the purpose for your life and for my life, no matter what happened on the outside. This evening, I just wanted to to see what, what the Word of God says about us in the Word of God. When you see what God sees, then you can have faith. Because faith is to see what God sees. What is the Word of God saying about us? The Word of God says about us in, first, in Colossians 3, 1 to 3. It says, we were... If then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. And it says, set your affection on things above, not on the things of the earth. Verse 3 says, for you are dead and your life is hid with Christ in God. Your life is not something that Satan can touch. As long as you are in Christ, your life is hidden in Christ. Satan has no capacity to touch your life as long as your life is in Christ. As long as you are abiding in him, he has no power to touch you. He has no power to touch the soul. He has no power even to be closer to you because you are veiled behind the veil of Jesus Christ of the word of God. According to Ephesians 5, 8, it says, For you were sometimes darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as Christian, walk as children of light. You were once in the darkness, and you were darkness, but now you are light because you are walking in the light. Let me tell you, as you go into physics and everything, if you go on, if you see something, a material, a substance that has been exposed so much to radiation, that substance starts also reflecting the same radiation. That substance becomes actually this radiation that was emitted too. The more you expose yourself to the light of the word of God, you become the light. The same quality that is in the light, it also transferred to you. Now you become the light of God. You become the light of the world. Amen. Do you love the Lord this evening? Amen. Ephesians 2, 1, 10 says, For and you had he quickened, who were dead in trespasses and sins. When time passed, you walked according to the course of this world according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience. As Brother Ed said at the beginning, where will we be if it was not for the message? We will be as well in the darkness, we'll be so much with fear, we'll be so many things, but we thank God that we can be at peace, we thank God that we can have that rest and the peace inside of us, that superstars that goes and passes all human understanding, because we are in God, and our life is hidden in God. It says, among whom also we all had our conversation in times past in the last of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and whereby nature the children of wrath, even as others, 
Oh, <laughs> praise be to God. Who delivered you from those things? It was the light. Who took you from the things of darkness? It was the light. Who took you from the bondage of sin and darkness? It was the light. Now keep walking in that light. But God, who is rich in mercy, for his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, had quickened us together with Christ, by grace you are saved. He has saved us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Now, not in the future, now sitting in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. Oh, Lord, I want to be behind the veil. I don't want to be caught up in the things that are happening in the world. I want to be behind the veil. I want my soul to come to the full maturity. I want that seed to come to the full maturity and to have full dominion over me. Saved by grace. But now in Christ Jesus, used to be far away, have been brought near by the blood of Jesus Christ. The blood keeps you clean from sin because it makes a sacrifice. The prophet said, the blood does not save you. The blood keeps you clean. The blood remains there. It will never lose its power. It keeps you clean forever and ever. Ephesians 18 For through him we both have access by one spirit unto the Father. Now you have access unto the Father. Now therefore you are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. If you're in the household of God, it means you can stay, you can have access to it, you can have access to things that pertains to the sons of that house, amen, and are built upon the foundation of the apostles and prophets, Jesus Christ himself being the chief corner stone. That's what the word of God is saying about you and I. We have to have faith on what the word of God is saying about you and I. Praise be to God. Ephesians 1, 3, and 8. If it was even just possible to put Brother Nathan's your promises that you brought on that, sun, on that Friday, just God's promises. God, I want to believe your promises. Those are promises concerning you and I. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Ephesians 1. Three, blessed be God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ, according as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we might should be holy and without blame before him in love. We have been chosen in the beloved one. Not today, we have already been chosen in him before the foundation of the world. We have already had our position in him before the foundation of the world. Now we are walking in the light to come to the same manifestation. We are being ripened. We have to expose ourselves to the sun. We have to expose ourselves to the light so that what has been predestinated for us, we have to come to the same maturity that we have been predestinated unto. Glory to God. That's why the prophet, oh, I'm just enjoying that. The prophet says in the message of adoption, the first thing that God has to take out is to take out that idea that you can be saved today and be lost tomorrow. Because once you have been saved, you have been sealed, it is sealed until the final destination. You are not being sealed today and tomorrow are lost, sealed today and tomorrow are lost. God doesn't deal with us in the, the, his business that way. If us as a human being, we know how to deal our own business, how God, if he has to make his decision, he seals you today and take his seal tomorrow. No, that's not the way. He seals you until the day of our redemption of our bodies. Glory to God. Where was I? So many promises we could read. Hebrews 9, 11, 12. But Christ being come and high priest of good things to come, by great and more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, 
That is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood he entered in once into the holy place, having obtained eternal redemption for us. It's not a partial redemption, it is eternal redemption. We are already part of him. Redemption can only apply for those who have been part of him from the very beginning. It's bringing us back to the very dim, the very studies of the beginning. That's why we can sing, I am redeemed. <laughs> Glory to God. Even the angels cannot sing that song of redemption. You have been in sins and darkness. You can sing and recognize, oh, I was once in darkness. Once I was blind, but now I can see. Praise be to God. Second Corinthians 5, 16, 21. I have become, we have now become the very righteousness of God in Christ. If Christ became sin, now we have become the very righteousness of God. We are his ambassador. We are the very righteousness of God. Romans 8, 1. I cannot be condemned. Because there is no condemnation for those who are in Christ. The Bible declares to you and I that there is now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus. Who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There is something we also have to notice here. You don't walk after the flesh. If you still walk after the flesh, there is a problem. If you are still under the dominion of the flesh, there is a problem. If you are still the flesh, still having the full power let me, over you, let me ask you, let me tell you, encourage you. There is the blood that is still flowing. You can come and ask, let the life of the blood come inside of me and take the thing that still put me under the slavery of the flesh and the mind. It's time for the seed to be manifested. The same seed as little as it was at the infancy that asked you or pushed you or pulled you. Say, God, I accept you as my Savior. I know that this message is the truth. That seed, if you still give him what he has to have, it will bring you to the full redemption of the body. Amen. Of course, what my brother said, sorry to repeat that, but as we're young, but Andrew's mentioned it. As young as, as we are growing, you knew that no matter my mistakes, no matter my failures, I didn't have the power to overcome, but I knew that the message was the truth. You might not have the power to overcome, but inside of you, the seed is still telling you, this is nothing else but the truth. But don't let that seed, don't choke that seed, let it have the full preeminence. Feed upon the word of God. Stay in the right atmosphere. Give it what it is required. Give him the light. Expose yourself to the light. That seed will have more and more preeminence over you. And you will be, you'll be wondering, how did I get rid of this? How did I get rid of it? It's the seed inside of you that is coming to the full maturity. It is coming to the adoption. Romans 15, 17. For we have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but we have received the spirit of adoption whereby we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit itself beareth witness with our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, and heirs of God, and joint heirs with Christ, if so be that we suffer with him, that we might also be glorified together means verse 17 if you are children don't stop at the step of children we have to come to the level where you recognize that you are also an heir you're heir of god and join heirs of christ you will be sitting in the same throne of jesus christ you will be having the same dominion as jesus christ it will be the kingdom where you will be reigning we will be reigning we will be reigning as the kings we'll be reigning as the queen but let me tell you today already let the power of the holy ghost have the preeminence in this kingdom have preeminence in this domain already today Just stop there. I want to be longer than.
musicians can come. Just an encouragement. You need to have faith in what the word of God is saying about you. How can I have faith? How I'm still here? How I'm, why, why do I have so much doubt? Why do I have so much fear? What are you having faith in? Are you having faith on what you hear from the outside? Or have you faith on what the word of God is saying about you? And how can you have faith? Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. The musician is staying there. The prophet says, the message, how can I overcome? Overcome means to recognize the devil in every one of his tricks. A lot of people say there is no devil. It's just a thought. Don't you believe that? There is a real devil. It's just as real as you are or anybody. A real devil and you must recognize him real. You must know he is a devil. It's not to elevate the devil. Sometimes when you pray go to the word of God, how can you detect or how can you know his tricks? You have to be in the word of God that gives you the capacity to know the tricks of the devil. Don't just hide your face and say, no, oh, everything is right, everything is right. And everything. No, in order to overcome, stay in the word of God. The word of God exposes the enemy, then you have victory. <laughs> Amen? Because you don't want to be trapped. We don't want to be trapped. You, 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 you read the word of God, you keep, you read the word of God, expose the devil, and you recognize him, and you apply the word of God. Listen to what he says. The same thing that you, you recognize him, and you know he's a devil, and he's against you. Then to overcome, you must recognize and that struck my heart. You must recognize. Know that you don't just know you can get around and leave it here. No, you have to come to the point where you recognize that the God in you is greater and mightier than the devil. In order to overcome, we have to recognize that the one that is inside of you has full control and the one that is outside. That the one that is in you has already overcome him. And by his grace, you are more than a match for the devil. It's not the devil has control over you. You are more than a match for the devil. Because he has already overcome the world. John 16, 33. These things I have spoken unto you, that in me you might have peace. In him you must have peace. You cannot have peace outside of God. You have to be in him, then you can have peace. In the world, you shall have tribulation, but be of good cheer. I have already overcome the world. That's the land of peace for us. That's the land of promise for us that we can be in Jesus Christ. Amen. Do you love the Lord? I don't want to keep you too long under your mask, especially the first time. So, who I am, Lord. On Calvary died 